Welcome to the Clear Arts Podcast, Highway to Sell. You're listening to Tom Workhorn and our new partner, Ronnie Katamba. Ronnie, it would be great if you could introduce yourselves to our audience. I know you've been on a few times before, but just to let everyone know, Ronnie is now going to be my co-host for the podcast moving forward. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all right. As Tom just said, my name is Ronnie, or Ronald. I prefer to be called Ronnie, but I've been with Clear Ads for, for the last, coming to five years, actually, and I've been working in advertising just before that as well i love the space obviously ppc and dsv on amazon is what we do and i, I want to make sure that we give you enough value today to get you prepared for prime day i definitely think you will give value as well with the, the wealth of experience you've got before joining clear ads and and working with us as well um many of our listeners may have heard you on previous installments and this is going to be great. So we're back with another installment of our Highway to Sales series today where we're going to be discussing key topics and experiences with our in-house advertising team, as well as bringing you future installments where we've got guests from the industry. On this week's episode, we're going to be taking a first step into a deep dive into preparing you for Amazon's upcoming Prime Day. Unless you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you're very aware of what Prime Day is. It's the biggest online retail holiday of the year with Amazon. And without fail, it's back again this year. We very recently got the dates from Amazon as to what Prime Day is going to fall on this year. As predicted, it's back in its normal month of July. And it's going to fall on the 12th and 13th of July this year. I would take those dates with a pinch of salt. They'll definitely be on those dates. But usually you can expect deals to run for up to a week after those those dates. I think last year, Prime Day fell, I think it was in October, and the year before it was August, A, due to the Olympics, so they wanted to push it back, and B, due to the pandemic, it just didn't make sense for it to fall in its, its normal slot during that first year. So sellers and shoppers know that this is a great event. It's a 48-hour event give or take an extra sort of five days on the end of that. And it's a great way to capitalize on increased footfall coming through any of the marketplaces that you're advertising. And they can expect to find sort of great deals and discounts respectively. Usually people are kind of hunting for those high-end products or electronics because they can expect sort of a, a higher discount on those. But nothing is out of the books when it comes to being on Prime Day. I've even spoken to people that have bought socks on Prime Day and why they needed to, to wait until July to buy socks. <laughs> Who knows? But uh, Prime Day last year actually saw a staggering $11 billion worth of goods sold. And that's only on that one marketplace. And that roughly translates, if you're quick at maths, to around $4 million a minute made through Prime Day last year. Guess I want to say now, who wouldn't want to be a part of that? So take advantage of Prime Day. So last year and the year before, definitely experienced some challenges. I know we talked about the the date itself being moved into different months, and this year will be no different. Sellers are already feeling the effects of inflation, including Amazon's new surcharge on fuel, which has seen an increase of five percent. Amazon have also taken actions recently to try and encourage people to get rid of aging FBA inventory that's kind of left over in their warehouses in anticipation of Prime Day. So a lot of people are kind of, a lot of sellers are coming under fire to try and get rid of that stock. Otherwise, they'll be 
charged additional prices for that stock being kind of babysat in those warehouses or even run the risk of that stock being destroyed or even returned and all of that comes at the cost of the seller. Recently inventory limits have been added by and imposed by Amazon which had which all adds up to a feeling of uncertainty and many brands are wondering whether to, or not to actually spend on Prime Day or whether their spend and their sales will be as successful as it has been in previous years on Prime Day. So all of these factors kind of add to that feeling of uncertainty. So this is why it's important to prepare well and adjust your strategy to make the most of your budget during Amazon Prime Day in 2022. So that's where today's discussion comes into play. We're going to go through our insights and our experiences and our expertise of what we've done in client accounts between me and Ronnie, we've got nine years together working here at ClearAds, five years and four years respectively. So we've got plenty of insights to share with you. So I guess the main question today is how do we help our clients get ready for Prime Day? And what strategies and approaches have we found that work best? Um, I think the first thing to talk about today, Ronnie, will be getting your listings retail ready. Do you think you could share your insights, A, on what retail readiness means when it comes to the Amazon platform and any insights you've got on optimizing your listings to make sure that they're, excuse the pun, primed and ready for Amazon Prime Day? <laughs> yes, definitely. I think what you, as a seller, what you have to always have in mind is that customers, when they're searching for a product, they, want, they don't want to spend a lot of time looking around. So you want to make sure that your product listing, one, has quality pictures, a variation of pictures as well. For products that are kind of attached to lifestyle, it will be good to present your product in an image that, you know, highlights that lifestyle, whether it's health, whether it's self-care or, you know, home with the family, include that in your pictures Secondly, you want to make sure that your titles and your bullet points, grammar, easy to read, to read, easy to understand, highlight the benefits of your products, and also the uniqueness of your product. Sometimes sellers tend to forget key ingredients in their product. If it's a supplement, for example, or if, even if it's a skincare product, you might forget an ingredient that you know your customers are looking for and that kind of gives you the edge over your competitors because often more more times than often your potential customer will look at at least two or three different products if yours stands out it's got great pictures great titles great bullet points easy to understand it's highlighting the benefits then you're on a, on, on a you're definitely a step ahead of your competitors secondly you you i'll recommend that you Polish up your A plus content, get your brand registered, consider using split testing features to maximize your listing conversion potential. So other things as well, like video content, uh, you can actually include video content on your listings. And it's also a way to educate the customer and ultimately get them persuaded to purchase. Yeah. And I think, I think holidays like this, shopping holidays like this, it's, it's the most most important time to get your listings right. Yeah. People, there's going to be a huge inflation in terms of the number, increased footfall coming through Amazon on those days. And A, we live in a world where people move fast. They don't have time to sit there and 
analyze and scrutinize every single detail. So you want your listing to look attractive from the word go so that they're convinced that, okay, I can actually spend a few minutes reading these bullet points in this description. Um, people do have short attention spans. So make your headline punchy, make your images stand out, whether that showcases your product from different angles. We've already touched on having lifestyle images in there, but we think it's incredibly important to actually show your product being used. Regardless of what the product is, I know it might sound crazy to show someone like using some health supplements, but even if it's just a picture of a person holding that, that bottle of capsules in their hand, it makes it a, more relatable. Like People are drawn to faces. If there's a face in your image, people will look at that, then they'll look at the rest first. It's just kind of your eye goes to faces. Mm. Just the same as when you're out in the streets, you're, you're looking at people, kind of people watching. Uh, before you kind of analyze what goes on around you. But it would also be good to make sure your listings are retail ready based on Amazon specifications. So make sure you've got stock. That's the important thing. If you don't have stock, no one's going to find you. Or if they do find you, they're going to be disappointed that they can't actually purchase your product. Also making sure that you've got at least 15 reviews and an average star rating of 3.5. This actually kicks off Amazon's algorithm and tells them that you are retail ready. Now, sometimes that's unavoidable. If you're launching a product, you're not going to have any reviews and you're not going to have a star rating either. But if you're going to be trying to run a promotion on a product, I think the best thing to do is to do that on a product that we already know resonates with existing clients, consumers, and has reviews and weight behind it. Because people are going to be comparing your product to everyone else who's running your deals. If you're selling an electric toothbrush and you've got no reviews, but someone else has got a product the similar price of yours and the, the same discount on Prime Day, if they've got reviews, they're definitely going to have the edge on you. So try and bring and promote products to Prime Day that are retail ready. Now, obviously, a lot of these insights that we've just shared regarding optimizing your listing they're applicable all year round, but when it comes to hyper-competitiveness hyper of the shopping holidays, we think it's even more important to scrutinize your own listings, get them updated, compare yourself to the rest of the market, and get those deals in early, get those submission dates in, get your deals in, and make sure your listings are optimized. And another step we can take from optimizing your listing is around the price. Ronnie, give us some insights on, on price, whether that's being competitive or adding any promotions on there. So price, obviously, one of the things that's actually backed this year uh, is, sorry, why Amazon doesn't recommend you simply just lower your prices. You can adjust your price and it will be included on just underneath the promotion price. And I think this would be a great way for customers to see the saving more, more apparent on the, on the product detail page. Yeah. We also have to put ourselves in the mind of the customer. Obviously, times are hard. So where they can see value, definitely they're more persuaded to purchase. Now, in terms of price, what you really want to do, one, you want to make sure that you're, you know, you're more competitive than your next best competitor. I always say this, that even if you can manipulate to where it's $35.99, uh, $35 if 
it will look a lot better than just thirty six dollars. Uh, so, so that's one tactic that you can use. Uh, another thing that some some clients, sorry, customers have done in the past is just reduce their product price down to you know almost to the to their cost of good where they know that even though they're kind of not giving away this product for free in in a sense but they know that because they're going to get such a large people purchasing the product during prime day those are going to be life lifelong customers hopefully because they will probably return back yeah that's a a great point Mm -hmm. really realign your strategy for prime day like just remember this is a completely unique day so selling your product for the cost of goods might sound crazy any other day of the year but for this if you can see that you're going to get a ton of influx and ton of people buying this product and a high percentage of those are likely to leave a review or a decent star rating then that could be incredibly beneficial both organically and for long-term lifetime loyal returning customers especially if you've got a repeat purchase product Reducing your product down to the cost of goods is a fantastic idea, Ronnie. I love that one. Definitely. And also another thing that you you can be aware of is the quantity that you're giving in the product. For example, if it's a product that includes, I don't know, it's a six-pack, you might want to highlight that. So they, they equate what they're getting with the price, how many ounces they're getting per per. Per, per dollar or, or, or however it's actually calculated just so that it's easier for them to work out really quickly that they're getting more value than than what your competitors giving them and this, this is also a great time to sell through any products or listings that you're planning on you know, delisting or commissioning like if you've got a ton of stock sitting in the warehouse of a product that has stagnated or you're looking at discontinuing or are struggling to sell or are slow to sell, this could be a perfect opportunity to do almost a fire sale on that product. Even if you're making a little bit of a loss or you're selling it for cost of goods, this might be a great way to finally get rid of that stock that you no longer want to have. Even if you don't reduce it down to cost of goods, having a big discount on there is a great way to attract potentially new customers to a product that you know, wasn't doing so well or was not that great or unattractive in the first place. People definitely go into these these shopping holidays looking for price tags and they might not even actually have any interest in the product that you were selling. Like I mentioned in the, in the intro, I had a friend who bought socks on Prime Day. Now, there's no reason he had to wait until Prime Day to buy socks and I refuse to believe that he actually needed socks at that point. He just saw a great deal and snapped it up along with all of the other things he bought, probably regretted it in the end, was thinking, why did I just buy socks? Um, probably could have got them cheaper in a supermarket, but that's the way people's brains work. If they see that fantastic markdown in price, they'll snap it up because not every Prime Day deal has that attached to the full inventory. Someone selling a TV might only have that Prime Day discount for the first 100 customers. They might only have 100 units shipped out for that Prime Day deal. It might not be the full 1,000, 2,000, 10,000 units that they've got of that listing. Yeah. So that, that that limited number definitely helps sell through as well. And also the positive effect it has on your BSR. Yeah. Rank. 
But another thing I just, just to highlight what you're saying, Tom, uh, for those clients who have, so say for those customers, I know I keep saying client, but for those customers who, so those sellers who have a great brand and you've got, you know, 10, 12 products and you kind of need an entry point for customers because maybe your products are high ticket items. This is a great opportunity for you to, you know, focus on one product that, you know, you, it's almost like a giveaway, but you know, if customers try this product, they're going to just wonder, oh, what, what else does your brand offer? For example, like I've got a client, we're currently working with, with, with a seller who's selling products to do with alleviating eczema and, and other skin irritations. If they were to take one of their products and reduce it at 50%, so to say what you will probably find is that a, a customer will buy that product it, it will work for them and then they'll start to buy into the other more high ticket items because they've found that the product actually works it solves the problem yeah so prime is a great opportunity for, for for those who've got like a range of different products for their brand and and as well as submitting yourself for like the prime day deals which puts you on that that prime once again, excuse the pun, those prime placements within that prime tab on the days. You can just run your own normal deals, coupons, on-page promotions, so you don't actually have to submit a prime day deal to take advantage of the traffic. Yes, if you submit a prime day deal, you'll get that um, perfect placement on that prime page that people will scroll just looking aimlessly for something that speaks to them or has such a decent discount that They'd be stupid not to buy it. But you will also get people who are coming to Amazon on those days specifically looking for a specific product. So if someone has been waiting for Prime Day to, to see if they can get that £100 or $100 discount on that TV they've been looking to buy, you don't necessarily need to have that Prime Day deal. You can just optimize your pricing and put a coupon on there knowing that they're specifically hunting for that product. If you're doing this you can actually get an edge on Prime Day and start adding your discounts on your product that you want to offer um, ahead of that day, like at least a week ahead. That way people who are coming looking for products and doing their window shopping ahead of the day can already see that there's a deal or a discount on that product. Come back to it on the day. You might put another Prime Day deal on there, but they've already been looking for your product and you've already made yourself a lot more aware to the, uh, to the potential customer than your competition. Yeah, so I guess we've talked about being competitive with price. Do you think it's feasible to launch a new product during Prime Day? Do you think it's advisable or wise to do so? Uh there's absolutely no reason why you can't, uh, but it's where your uh, where your target and goals are. I would always recommend to focus on your mature products because one, they would have reviews. Yeah. They would have, you know, they've got star ratings. They've got at least a good number of people who are who know the brand already, who know the products already. So you have to also bear in mind that some of those customers, they would have maybe 
waited for this part of the um, for for this time in the year to actually buy your product. Yeah. So if you're sending, you know, if you're launching other products, you might just miss out on those customers. One of the things that that Amazon has also picked up on is that there has been a slowdown in sales leading up or will be a slowdown in sales leading up to Prime Day. So a lot of people are actually saving for Prime Day and most of those customers will have a good, uh, they would, in their mind, they will know, kind of know what they're looking to purchase. Uh, you know, data suggests that it's mostly healthcare, sorry, not healthcare, self-care and home goods. Yes. So customers in this period of, you know, we're going through like, you know, troubled times, so to say, and they kind of have an idea of exactly what they want. So you might not see the great potential of launching a new product and it doing really well. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, but if you do have existing products that are mature, that are brand ready and they've got good content, I'll put, I'll rather put more dollars behind them and push them as opposed to launching a new product. Yeah. I can see some advantages to it though, because there is that huge increase in traffic yeah, and a lot of us know that when you launch a new product, you get the honeymoon period on Amazon. And for those that don't know what that is, Amazon will push your products further and give you inflated rankings and BSR for the first two weeks of your product launch, so that you're not stuck at the bottom of page 100. You are kind of actually getting a chance to showcase to those browsers that you've got a new product and if you prove through sales and reviews and impressions throughout that two-week period, you would have proved to Amazon that you can hang with everyone else who's on page one or two, preferably page one, and that your ranking will increase after that two-week period. So I can see a benefit to launching during Prime Day, especially with that honeymoon period. And this can help show that during the honeymoon period, you were able to get velocity and exposure so there could be something on that but i i think i do agree that and now that you mention it yes definitely there's an opportunity i think then you could also say that probably the worst time to actually launch a a product would be just after prime day yeah yeah everyone has spent all their money so bear bear that in mind that's a good point like like consumer burnout is a thing especially as we're kind of coming out of the end of the pandemic now, people are kind of, yeah, a bit more protected of their money. They were a bit more free-flowing with it. I can't say that for everyone. But during the pandemic, there were less outgoings. People weren't needing to, to commute to work and things like that. So they had a bit more money to spend on home goods and self-care, <coughs> for example. But we're seeing shopping trends are kind of changed as we're coming out of the pandemic. More and more people are happy that they can now go outside and spend money going to restaurants or concerts or bars or events, theatre shows with with their friends and they're putting more value on those experiences rather than just being shopaholics and and, and buying everything and anything because it's on a deal. That doesn't speak for everyone. So be careful with the timing of your products around Prime Day you could potentially see a benefit from the increased traffic or you could potentially see that, yes, you launched it on Prime Day, but the remainder of those two weeks trailing that, yeah, you've got consumer burnout where they spent all their money on Prime Day and now don't have anything to 
to help with the rest of that honeymoon period uh, after launching that product. So if we weren't going to launch a new product, do you think it's a good time to test new headlines and new creative and new images? Oh yeah, 100%. Because you've got you've got you've got such a huge number of new of impressions and you will just be collecting a lot more data than than normal because people now are more they're looking to purchase because of Prime Day. So there's a lot of data there to capture. And it goes also with like launching a product. What you could also take into consideration is that even though the product doesn't end up doing well, as in terms it doesn't con- convert or sell, you might find that there's been a huge amount of clicks, a huge amount of impressions. At least you can go back and say, okay, there's, there's, there's genuine interest in this product. Uh, so it's how, also how you and analyze the data. Uh, but it's a huge opportunity, yes, to, to trial out headline searches, uh, new sponsored brand videos. It's really a good time because, you know, there's so much traffic is on there. And you could potentially split test different variations of your listing. So you can go into managed experiments where you can actually split test your listing rather than split testing like campaigns. So if you've got a new idea for a headline and you want to get as much exposure on that new idea for a headline or a new idea for some bullet points or even on the creative side with the the images, you can split test that. So you can have the largest amount of eyes to split test that against from, from the word go rather than just split testing ad A and ad B during a quiet month or a normal steady month. You can split test that when you've got the most eyes possible coming through Amazon at that one time. So... And that's a way to kind of, I guess, alleviate any potential failures of launching a new headline on a busy day and it not working. So if you were to split test it, you've still got the original headline and creative running. So it could be the perfect time to to trial that. So I think let's get on to some more PPC related stuff. Let's talk about optimizing your campaigns we know that traffic's going to increase by Mm. at least 30 percent during the week leading up to prime and even more so during prime day so we want to kind of fine-tune your bids and budgets but have you got any tips on what what you've done or what you've experienced through prime days over the last four to five years that you've been managing your accounts so i'd consider bidding more aggressively for your products Most importantly, keywords in to increase your organic ranking at Prime Day. And if you're a brand registered seller, now is probably the best time to take advantage of your access to Amazon's PPC advertising solution. So I would always look at the best performing keywords historically, the best performing product ASIN targets, competitors, and either you could put them in their own separate campaign or even if you leave them in, 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 in the existing campaign and allocate most of the budget to those keywords or maybe you, you pause other keywords that have, have got a high ACOS and you just really focus your ad spend on those great keywords, great ASIN, ASIN targets, those categories that have worked before yeah. uh, and then see how that goes. Another thing that I would recommend for everyone, if they can, is to also use 
external traffic. And that could be through Facebook, Instagram, different social media platforms, just to highlight the saving that customers can can take advantage of during Prime Day. And what you'll be doing is driving external traffic to your product detail page. And Amazon, of course, loves that. And then you could really push up your sales. Absolutely. And also looking at search volume of individual keywords as well. Like try and bid more aggressively for those keywords that you know have got a higher search volume because you're not going to be the only one bidding on those terms. Potentially, a lot of your other competitors and other people within that space are going to be increasing their bids. And also placement bids. So you can go to placement bids and increase your bids by a percentage if you're likely to convert on that sale. Set higher percentages and be aware that your competition are going to be doing this as well. And I think one of the potential negative effects of Prime Day, and this has been a lot more clear in the last few years, I don't know if this is an intentional tactic by Amazon, but they're definitely playing into it. Is that people aren't reducing their bids after the fact. It used to be that we would inflate our bids for Prime Day and after the holiday we'd bring them back down to the comfortable CPCs that we were experiencing the rest of the year. But in the last few years, whether that's the competitive nature of advertising during the pandemic and just going all out and taking what we can. We're naturally seeing bids increase. And in the past few years, lots of CPC bids have doubled what they used to be. Gone are the days of cheap bids in sort of the the 10p regions. Now they're pound or a dollar plus. So be wary that if you don't increase your bids, others will be, and they might not be bringing them down after the holiday which means that market has completely shifted and the bids are just way more competitive for the next year until the next year when people inevitably increase their bids again. Now, there is a chance that that crashes and people can't justify having high bids because it eats into their margins. Mm. And talking about, just be sensible as well. If increasing the bids is going to cause you a loss, unless it's a, a goal or a tactic of yours to sell at cost of goods or less, to get more exposure and velocity and reviews for your product to impact the BSR and get reviews and organically boost your product, then don't feel the pressure to do that. But be wary that we have seen increased bids and those bids stay after the fact. But on top of bids, another thing we can do is budgets. So if you've got any additional budget that either hasn't been spent in previous months or you've got an increased marketing budget for this year and you're wondering where to allocate that, these shopping holidays like Prime Day are are a perfect time to do that. So one of the things you don't want to do is run out of budget during this holiday. So it's a hard thing to anticipate how much additional traffic is going to come through, but we're usually going to see a huge increase. So consistently look at your budgets day in day out during those two days and the five days leading on from prime day potentially increase them leading up to it because people are going to be implementing these ad strategies and marketing strategies ahead of the day they're not just going to increase their bids and budgets on the 12th and 13th so ensure you're not going to run out of budget especially for those top performing campaigns even if you're not running deals and even if you're not going to be increasing your bids make sure you've got enough and sufficient budget to see yourself through the day. 
I don't know if you've got any other insights on, on budget yourself, Ronnie, but I would just hammer it home. The first thing I would do to optimize my account is mm-hmm. increase my budgets and make sure I've got enough budget for actually for people to discover me during that 48 hour period. Definitely, 100%. Another tactic that you could, and this won't work for everyone, you could, like leading up to Prime Day, if, again, most probably likely to work for for, for those who've got high ticket items, is reserve the budget to be spent more towards, you know, a couple of days before Prime Day or, or a week before Prime Day, as opposed to yeah. just running the same budget throughout that month of July. So some people have taken the steps of, you know, reducing their ad spend by 50% because they're going to save all of that and utilize it a couple of days before Prime Day and during Prime Day. So that's another way you can, uh, you know, you can use your ad spend effectively. But I think the main thing here to consider is you really want to cement your product ranking against those keywords and like tom said being aggressive on those best performing keywords will do that for you because you're going to get the brand halo effect and you know you're cementing your ranking against those really great keywords and prime day is a great opportunity for you to do that and talking of the the brand halo effects that is going to be greatly increased from prime day so you're going to have that huge increase in sales velocity from those two days and we've already mentioned that's going to help your organic ranking, your BSR. But how can we capitalize on that after Prime Day ends? Have we got any tactics that we use internally to to, to follow up on those sales? So I, I think through sponsor display, you can you can remarket to people that have you know looked at your product detail page but maybe they didn't purchase. So yeah. even afterwards, you're still, you can remarket back to that audience that viewed your product detail page. Uh, so that's another way to look look back and remarket to those customers. So that, that that's that's another way you can take advantage of Prime Day. Yeah, definitely. And, and using remarketing through sponsored display, it, it will automatically negate those people who made a purchase during that window. So we're only going to be remarketing to those people that didn't purchase. And you could say an argument of, well, if they didn't buy then, why would they buy now? But you can still put a deal on your products after Prime Day. That's not the be-all and end-all of having a deal. And if someone looked at it and you remarket to them, even if that's just a couple of times a day, you might eventually win them over. And you could also remarket through Amazon's demand side platform, so the DSP. And you've got a lot more control over how you could remarket. So yes, you could remarket to people who viewed your products and didn't purchase during that time. But you could also do some cross-sell campaigns to people who did purchase one of your products during that period. But you can now cross-sell to them another product from your category or potentially upsell them something that complements that product. So they might have bought, let's just say they might have bought a new, a brand new hairdryer and you can now cross sell them the hairdryer stand that complements that product. Yeah. So you can start building up customer loyalty and once they start buying one product, there's a chance they'll buy a second and a third mm-hmm. and you can have them as a, a customer for life and build up that brand loyalty for, for your brand. Okay. Are there any other things that we might encounter after Prime Day? 
what what could we do with any leftover inventory? Let's assume that we ordered um, twice as much stock for for this period to make sure that we, well, I guess you'd like to sell out, but no one wants to be left with too much stock left over. But what would happen if we did have a large amount of stock left over, assuming there is any left, of course? I mean, you could always put lining deals behind that inventory to sell it through. And again, this would do great for your for, for your ranking. It would do great for collecting reviews. If you've got you know an automated setup where you can request for reviews, the more you sell, the better. The more the higher chance you can get reviews. So there's a number of things that you can do, uh, you know, to burn throughout that leftover stock. Obviously, in I would always uh, recommend that try to anticipate exactly how much you could sell. I mean, like, you all want to be in a position where we completely sell out if we can get stock. But I always recommend that get enough stock that will that you can definitely sell through Prime Day. And if there's, there is any leftover stock, it's not too much where it's a burden. And, and continue markdowns. Like keep your coupons active. Keep your discounts active after Prime Day to help continue selling through that inventory because no doubt your original plan was to sell the majority of that stock on those days with that discount anyway. So you're potentially not going to be running at a loss if you continue to have that same discount on those products after Prime Day. And another top tip you can do is like when you're actually purchasing your products from your supplier, you can, I don't know how easy this is because I've never done it, but you can negotiate a buyback option with your suppliers so you could forewarn them that you're not going to be making your usual purchase of a thousand units you're going to be tripling that to three thousand units you could cut them a deal on that but you could also say that you know if you don't sell through that are you able to negotiate a buyback option so that could be a way to cover any leftover inventory especially if you've got too much leftover now this shouldn't be too much of an issue if you're fbm because you've probably got the warehouse with the space to do it. But if it's FBA and it's in Amazon's warehouse and they'll start charging you for outstaying your welcome in that in that warehouse, a buyback option could be a potential tactic for you, for you to employ. Have you got any other tips, Ronnie? I think I've covered everything on our, our agenda here today. Um, yeah, have you got any closing tips before I wrap this up for our viewers today um, no I think I've mentioned it I think just to re-emphasize uh, if you if you can drive traffic externally from social media platforms do that if you can automate your review requests do that as well and yeah. really capitalize on that influx of hopefully new customers and new tra- and new impressions. And I would encourage you not to take away any advertising budget from any additional channels you might be using to, to supplement Prime Day. Mm. Only add additional budget if you've got that available to you. You don't want to slow down any of the other channels because external traffic is fantastic and it will help you during those holidays. So yeah, remember to share your top tips on social media with us. What have you seen working on? What really hasn't worked for you? Do you have any experience of advertising or optimizing in the lead up to and during Prime Day in the past? We'd be keen to, to hear what has gone well for you in the past and 
discuss your top tips on on our socials with you. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that you can get even more insights in the coming weeks into the wonderful world of Amazon advertising with myself and Ronnie. So if you're looking for any extra help and support with your Amazon ads, why not get in touch with us via our website, clearadsagency.com, and we'll be more than happy to help. Stay tuned, and we'll speak to you next time.